Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, we have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. Indeedy. 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 That means it's Tuesday. Every time I hear that music, I know what day of the week it is. It's Tuesday. And you know, that's one of the things about working from home for so long. Occasionally, it gets to the point where you're just not really sure what day it is unless you have something going on, Mike. Well, I don't seem to have that problem. I always know what day it is. What day is it? It's the day before we do Wednesday. <laughs> That's how Mike keeps up with everything. Oh, short pause here, ladies and gentlemen, to get this show started correctly. Uh, thank you. Indeed. Absolutely. So welcome to Social Media Edge Radio, where we actually do talk about serious things, but we like to have fun. Now, we've had some criticism over that over the years, Mike, but I don't think we care (laughs) because we continue to have fun. We do. We do. But uh, for the folks visiting us for the first time, would you please tell them, Mm -hmm. what do we talk about? Wow. We talk about... Uh, virtually anything that has to do with uh, making your business, getting your business uh, to do more business, um, anything. And that goes, we, we talk a lot about WordPress because we we live in WordPress a whole lot, but social media edge is in the name. So we talk about Facebook, we talk about, you know, Twitter and all of that kind of stuff. And we talk about Google a whole lot, which kind of leads into today's topic. Absolutely. And uh, in fact, if you don't follow us, there's several ways to do that. You can go over to socialmediaedge.com. You can subscribe to Smoking Hot Social Media News. You can follow us on Facebook at Social Media Edge Radio, or you can follow us on Twitter at SME Radio. Now, folks that know us might find this very odd, but for the first eight seasons of the show, we didn't even have a dedicated Twitter account, Mike, but we do now. I you know I, and I, I think I think that's probably a good thing. I think um, we we were much more of a personality anyway, uh, as far as that goes. You have your uh, followers, I've got my followers, and we had different hosts as well. We had Jeremy and things, and and I think I think you know people would follow each and and connect with each one of us in different ways. If they wanted to connect with us, maybe they didn't want to connect yeah. with me. <laughs> there's, and there's always that side as well. Uh, and also, if you're listening live, which a small percentage of you are, come on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash smedge, S-M-E-D-G-E, and click on chat. Get in the chat room. We're in the chat room. And believe it or not, we put things in the chat room that don't go anywhere else. Like I have a link today that's going to go in the chat room. And the only way mm-hmm. to get that is to be in the chat room. Uh, and also, Mike, I've got to hold on just a moment. I've got to get back to the studio very quickly uh, because I need this. I need this. 
<laughs> 8-Bit News. Uh, starting next month, every month, we're going to be giving away an item from Amazon. Really? Well, yeah, and if the sound effects were working, you'd know that. Uh, yes, we are. Um, so, But the only way to get that item, the only way to win that item is to be listening to the show live and either call in or answer in the chat room because we're going to be asking a trivia question that is possibly relative to the show itself. So, yeah, we're going to be doing that starting next month. There we go. Uh, today, exciting. it is exciting, actually. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from, but uh, we'll just have faith that uh, the money will be there to <laughs> make that happen. Uh, so today we're going to talk about something that's very important to everyone. Now, Mike, have you been to a – why am I asking you? How many seminars have you been to where one of the speakers at least got up and said to all of the people listening that search engine optimization – and or blogging are dead. You know, uh, quite a few. I like those. I, I love those seminars. I, I just absolutely ate that up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you hold your tongue? It depends on the situation. <laughs> if it's a crowd of 1,000 people, yes. If it's a small breakout session with 10 people, I'm yeah. going to say no. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about keyword, whatever, whatever you want to fill in there, because we're going to talk about the importance, the value of keywords, what they are, how you use them, uh, and relative things. <clears throat> but first, we've got a new segment that we talk about every week, and those are our tool picks for the week. Now, Mike picks a tool, and I pick a tool, and this week, we're going to let Mike go first because we can talk about that just a little bit before we actually move into the topic, because my Ooh, tool cool. has to do with the topic. Mike, what's your tool? Well, you know how you go over to, let's say you're working on the desktop, and I'm going to go desktop because here we are, we're working from home, we're talking about sitting in front of our desktops. Uh, you go over to Facebook on desktop, and you've got that little messenger icon up at the top, and you can click on that when you get a new message, or maybe you want to send a message, or what have you, and it pops up just a little itty-bitty pop-up as far as that goes, and you could bypass that and go to see all, and that's great, and then you get a big wide thing, and then you can you can, you can can actually, if you're used to working on a desktop, you can do a whole lot more things, because all the buttons are there kind of thing. Uh, well, Facebook yeah. has said, okay, you know what, uh, so many pe- I guess so many people have done this kind of thing before, and maybe it's a play on, because, you know, they have PayPal integration in Facebook Messenger now. Um, they've created just Messenger.com, and so you can go over to Messenger.com, go to your, it, it just brings up your Messenger in a big full-size window, and very easy to have very detailed conversations with people to mm-hmm. uh, attach images to, you know, just about anything you want to do. And you can, you can do so much over there that it's just so hard. I bet you can do it on the small little pop-up, but it makes it very hard. This makes it very easy. 
Absolutely. And a little piece of news that we missed last month, Mike, back on 19th of December. Uh, oh, just made us not evergreen, didn't I? And <laughs> a proclivity for doing that lately. You can have, just like you do in Hangouts, by the way, I just put a Hangout tag into the chat room. So if you were in the chat room, you could see the hat that I'm wearing today. Um, but I digress. <laughs> Uh, effective December the 19th, you can have group video chat in Facebook. Did you know that, mm-hmm. Mike Mueller? Did you know you could do that? I think that's really cool, yes. Oh, I do too. And it works whether you're on your desktop, laptop, or your Google or Android device. I don't know if it works on a Windows device. Say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So try that out. It's messenger.facebook.com. Hi, Mike. I see Mike now. Yeah, Mike. I turned off sound, but we're in our video chat now. Yeah. Awesome. Nice we're, hat. Uh, we're just over there. Yeah, that's my brand new. Uh, search and rescue hat. They were giving me a hard time on the search and rescue team because I didn't have the right hat, and now I have the hat. But you can't see that because this is radio. So let's talk just briefly here about keywords. And probably the first thing we need to do, because some of the people are going to want us to define what are keywords. What is a keyword? Well, it's something that you want to possibly rank for. I'm, I'm going to say the typical business owner uh, wants to. I want to be first page. I want to be. I want to be at the yeah, top of the list when that. somebody searches for yada yada yada. And that yada 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 that is the keyword <laughs> or the yada, keyword. Yada yada yada. yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah, whatever it is that you're known for, whatever it is that is going to inspire people to number one visit your site. Number two, make a transaction with you. So let's touch on something that Mike just brought up and pop the cap on right there. And that is, I want to be number one on yada, yada, yada. You probably ain't going to be. You might be, okay? You may be. You may be organically number one on a set of keywords, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But everybody that I talk to wants to be number one in their keyword. Well, mm-hmm. if, if your keyword is dentistry, let me just tell you, you're going to need a lot more than Ken Cook and his team to make you number one. You're going to need some <laughs> money. <laughs> okay, but if your keyword combination is uh, juvenile teenager dentistry in Forest Park, Georgia, now you're going to have a, a little bit better of a fighting chance. What do we call that phrase, Mike? There's a some, some kind of keywords. What is that? Uh, that is a long tail keyword strategy you're talking about. Long tail. And we're going to talk about that just a little bit in a moment. So keywords are, think about if you're typing something into search. And, and I've actually had to teach people how to search over the years, Mike, because they wouldn't search for teenage dentistry in Forest Park, Georgia, they would search for dentists. So mm-hmm. that was their keyword search. That was it. Yeah. That's it. So what are they going to get? They're going to get everything that Google thinks is related to dentistry. Probably not teenage dentistry in Forest Park, Georgia. 
Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, just think about the things, if you're thinking about your business, um, think about the things that people would ask you if you do. A lot of our sellers are uh, sellers. A lot of our listeners are in the real estate industry. And let's say that they are in Austin, Texas, a small city, right? Very small. <clears throat> yeah, very small. Uh, itty bitty. So if you go on to uh, Google and you type in homes for sale in Austin, I'm going to tell you right now that unless you have pockets that are deeper than uh, Trulia, Zillowhomes.com, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. you ain't getting you ain't getting in the top five. It's just not going to happen. But if there's a subdivision called Smith's Gate Farms, mm-hmm. now you might go homes for sale in Smith Gates Farms, right? Right. Well, and and typically that's what people do. There's a whole lot more people searching for the specific things as as opposed to like homes for sale in Austin or Austin real estate. Exactly. And let me tell you this, too, that Google's customers are anyone who types a a phrase in a search engine or clicks on one of the Google ads that are on the millions of websites that are out there. Those are Google's customers. Mm -hmm. Their product is actually not delivering the search results. That's their service. The product is you. I am Google's product. And they want to sell their searchers the best products that they can find. So that's where the importance of keyword structuring, and we're going to talk about what keywords are, how they're used, how and where they're used. That's the importance of keyword structuring in your content. So that guy that told you or gal that told you at that seminar that blogging is dead Frankly, that's fake news. And Mike, what is fake news really called? Uh, Lies? Alternative facts. (laughs) Alternative data, yeah. (laughs) We're going to give you some alternative facts today. Um, So, yeah. So let's talk about where, Mike, are keywords used. Where are they used? Bathroom wall? Well, keywords are used on uh, your website, and mm. you own your website. That's what we're we're all about: is you owning everything about your website. But uh, it's what you write about. It's we go back to that blogging thing. It's the keywords are things that you use in what you write about. Anywhere you write. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on your on your blog. On your website, uh, in your PR announcements, I'm assuming, if they'll let you link back to your site or even if it just has your contact information in it, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, PR announcements and those kind of things are absolutely wonderful to use keywords because they show up in – they have great SEO, uh, search engine optimization, and so they show up in a, a Google search and – you know, if, it, if for instance, if you know you're, it shows up and you're, it doesn't have a link back. That's okay because it says, "Hey, ABC Realty sells most homes in blah 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 blah." Whatever that long keyword strategy you just put out there, and people are going to go, "Oh, let's go search for ABC Realty." 
Hmm. Same thing in social media. Uh, exactly. You're posting on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, whatever. Anything that lets you link back, uh, which is another challenge I have with some of the other social media sites. Excuse me while I adjust my hat. Um, how about in buying ads? That's one thing we don't talk about where keywords are important because we don't talk enough about buying ads. We talk a lot about organic. You know, let's write the content that attracts Google. Well, we now know, Mike, if you don't want to pay a little bit, you're probably not going to play as much as you did two years ago, right? And absolutely, in Facebook, your your Facebook page has got no reach whatsoever. It's got a 1% reach, and you've got to pay to play in Facebook. you got to pay to play, um, unless you're really funny, and I'm not, so don't, don't bank on that. So when you're buying ad space, you got to think about the keywords there as well. So uh, the way that all of these ads are presented – uh, and which, by the way, we're going to talk about uh, Jetpack 4.5 before we get to the end of the show, I hope. Um, <laughs> just side thought because we're talking about advertising. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're buying these ads, you want to buy the correct keywords. Even if you're not buying the keywords, if you're just giving them keywords to use to promote your ad, you want to make sure that you've got the keywords that are going to get you exactly the customer that you want. Otherwise, you're wasting time and money. Money. Money, money. So what does it mean to buy keywords? I'm going to let you take that one. Mike, what does it mean to buy a keyword? Well, you know, you used, for instance, I think it was uh, Homes for Sale in Austin, Texas, as mm-hmm. a, a sample search. So if somebody did that, they would see up in Google, they would see the I, probably three um, first uh, results that actually have a little ad sign next to them because they paid to be there. So if you do want to be number one in Google for any particular keyword, you can actually pay to be there. And those first three bought that keyword string. Homes for sale in Austin, Texas, we want that, and we're going to pay for it. That's what it means. So you actually buy individual keywords then, is that correct? Or Or a keyword string in this particular case. So you wouldn't buy, for instance, if you're a local real estate, you wouldn't buy homes for sale. You'd buy homes for sale in Austin, Texas. I would because I can't afford homes for sale. <laughs> That's <just laughs> out of, out of my, my league. Uh, we're going to talk and take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about how to determine your uh, best keywords, not just any keywords, but your best keywords. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Mike Mueller, and in case you didn't know, when I'm not co-hosting the show, I'm busy building websites for small businesses just like yours. But you know what? I do it a little differently than most web developers. First of all, I don't farm anything out. And secondly, I build what you want, not what I think you should have. And I don't just build a website, I don't just throw a template at it and call it a day. I ask you some very specific questions about your business and the goals of the website, and then... I build a unique system that fits your needs. And that's something no other web developer does. Check out areweconnected.com forward slash smedge for more details and a special bonus just for you, our listeners. Frustrated with your website? Can't get it to look right or work right? 
Think it's too expensive to hire a real development company to quickly turn things around? Think again. For as little as $35, Ken Cook will investigate and often correct issues with your website. With over 20 years of web coding experience, he'll quickly identify your challenges and help keep the costs and time to a minimum. Many jobs can be completed the same day. Regardless of where your site is hosted, what platform it's developed on, or what framework is used, contact Ken today at thekencook.com. And instead of working for your website, make it work for you. So Mike and I are talking about keywords today. I'm Ken, that's Mike, and we're talking about using keywords for advertising. We've already defined what keywords are. We've already talked about where keywords are used, and we've even talked about what buying keywords mean. This next topic, we're going to have to we're going to have to rein ourselves in because there's so many answers to this. And I know Mike's done a little bit of of uh, uh, thinking about what he's going to say about this today. So I'm going to introduce my tool of the day because I haven't done that yet, and and work with this question at the same time. So my keyword, my tool of the day, uh, kind of almost gave it away, didn't I? My keyword of today is the AdWords Keyword Planter. Planner. And if you were in the chat room, and I know you're not because I can see you in there, I, I see who's not in there, uh, <laughs> is the Google AdWords key, Keyword Planner. You just go to adwords.google.com forward slash KO forward slash Keyword Planner. What that will help you do is determine how popular your keywords are. So if you put in some keywords and uh, use the tool, it's going to say, well, if you use this tool, you might be exposed to this number of people. Um, mm-hmm. The higher the number is not always better, is it, Mike? Well, it depends. I mean, it really, you want high numbers, uh, essentially, but you also you want relative numbers. You want people who are, like we started out saying, you know, homes for Texas would be, or homes for sale would be great very expensive but you don't need homes for you don't need people searching in Maryland for homes for sale and your your ad pops up you want them mm-hmm. relative to what you, I mean it's got to be targeted keywords right and it's got to be relevant to what you do if you uh, are a plumber that d- does plumbing only for new homes you want to make sure that that's very well known that that's what you do I only do new homes I don't do repairs okay so that, that's what we do. We do new construction. So new construction, plumbing, uh, Forest Park, Georgia. I keep using that one because it's down where the airport is. Uh, so uh, thinking about those things, first of all, are important. Then when you put that in the keyword planner, it will tell you that's going to get, you know, sometimes it says more than 800 uh, views per day or whatever the, mm-hmm. whatever the thing is. Um, there are other tools available, Mike. You had some, I think, that you wanted to, to bring up. The, you know, actually, there's, there's a bunch of uh, paid tools that you can, and if you, if you do some research for, if you just Google keyword uh, research tool or keyword tool, uh, you'll find a whole bunch of, and some of them are highly reputable. Uh, for instance, like Moz, M-O-Z, does... A wonderful job it's a paid tool you've got to buy it and it does a wonderful job of actually doing things like that SEM rush is another one mm-hmm. um, you know I you know one of the one of the other keywords uh, keyword tools that people 
and, and maybe I got to go back a little bit. So Google, it, way back when, had a fabulous keyword tool that was wonderful, and it would show you all of the keywords, and it did a really good job of, you know, just giving you a whole list of keywords. And it wasn't making them any money. It wasn't <laughs> increasing. People weren't using it to. They were using it for their website. They weren't using it for to run ad campaigns. And I think that's why they took it away and replaced it with the Google AdWords keyword tool, mm-hmm. which doesn't give you this whole massive list. It actually helps you build wonderful ad campaigns. But when you're starting to think about keywords, I'm going to say, here's my other tool of the week, um, Google Trends. If you just go to Google Trends and you start with one of your keywords, you will find that there's other associated keywords. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, how about that one? Oh, that one's a – oh, that's a bad one. I don't want to rank for that one kind of thing. <laughs> and it does – and it gives you a whole bunch of different options, and you can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and, and find a whole bunch of keywords you didn't think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even think about recommending that as a tool. I've used that as a tool, but I didn't even think about recommending it. So let, let's talk about a couple of other things um, and then kind of circle back to this as we talk about how keywords are priced and what you should expect to pay for one. So mm-hmm. do good keywords always result in higher sales? No, no. You can literally spend a million dollars and buy the best keywords that Google has flood your site with traffic and never make a sale because just because the phone's ringing uh, doesn't mean that you're doing the right thing with the customer. So that's actually the first step before you even get into buying keywords, buying ads. uh, When you're doing your organic creation of your site, you need to be thinking about what are you going to do with those people once they get to your site? You know what drives me nuts, and I know why they do that, because I've done this for for manufacturing clients before. Manufacturers don't sell directly, so they'll dominate the keywords. When you get to the site, there's no place there to buy it. (laughs) Well, I was looking Mm -hmm. to buy something. So think about it. You're probably not a manufacturer. You're probably a product or a service provider. And if you write about something, and there's no way on that page on that page, I don't mean by clicking, you know, more info or buy here or whatever. If there's not some way on that page for those people to engage with you, you might just be doing it wrong. So think about that as you're developing your, your platform. So, no, mm-hmm. good keywords do not always result in higher sales. You want to have that platform ready for them even before they get there. Um I'm going to skip over to the next one. Mike says, should I buy clicks or impressions? I'm just going to say, yeah, you should. You actually uh, (laughs) should buy clicks or impressions. But which one? Which one should you buy? Well, it depends. So if the purpose and different ad campaigns are some are, what do you want them to do? And are you looking for branding or are you looking for a specific action? I want you to buy my product. Um, and I think that's the simplest answer, uh, the most basic answer. And if you're looking for branding, you're just looking for impressions. Impressions will cost you generally cheaper mm-hmm. than clicks and your click-throughs as far as that goes. Well, but the difference is, you know, what's the goal of this ad campaign? So if you're in real estate, let's say, and you've got a, a brand-new 
uh, a brand new brokerage and you've got a brand new logo and you really you're you're on buses, you're on park benches, you're you're plastering it everywhere. Impressions is what you want uh, to keep getting that out there. And if you're looking to sell a particular house uh, or find particular buyers, you want clicks. Yes, clicks. Um, difference is somebody driving by your store or someone pulling into the parking lot, getting out and coming inside. Which are you mm-hmm. going to pay more for? You know, you're going to pay for people to drive back and forth in front of your store. Well, you are because you, your rent or value is based on traffic. Um, but do you want them to actually come into your store? You're going to pay more. You know, yeah. If if I knew that every time I spent a hundred dollars, I was going to get a one thousand dollar sale, I would spend about five thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. This is no no brainer. This is would do it. Uh, so yeah. So that brings up a, a question that I'm going to put these together. And one of the questions was, uh, how much should a keyword click cost? But I'm going to combine mm-hmm. that with how are keyword prices determined? Because we can't really answer number six. We can't. And, and that was the whole point of even asking the question. I don't know. I have literally seen them priced as high as 40 or $50 per click. Per oh, absolutely. Click. So how is that determined? I know we're probably both going to have a lot to say about that. So I'm going to let you go first, Mike. How's that price determined? Well, it's it is a it's market price, I'm going to say. And so mm-hmm. free enterprise and all of that kind of stuff come into play. So if and and using your keyword tool, the tool that you gave, uh, which is absolutely wonderful for this, you can put in, for instance, like I put in WordPress. Obviously, I do a lot of WordPress. There's a, it will give you a bunch of different options, WordPress site, WordPress free hosting, you know, things like that. All of those different keyword strings have a different price because there's different competition out there vying for that spot. Mm-hmm. So the more competition, the higher the price, the lower the competition, the lower the price. Right. And there's something that a lot of people don't know. <clears throat> especially with Google. Now, when you get out to other things, when you're buying keywords on other uh, services, this is a little bit different. But on Google, your price ain't my price, and my price ain't your price. We're not all paying the same price for the same keywords. And one of those has to do with the value, the ranking of your page. I don't mean the search ranking. I mean the actual value of your page as a search result product. Because even if you have money, if you got a <clears throat> excuse me crappy product, Google doesn't want to show it. But they can be bribed. <laughs> so what happens is when you first take on your keywords, they assume that you have superior quality stuff to deliver. <clears throat> but using their uh, super secret algorithms, which they are prone to do, and they have multiple algorithms, they have multiple algorithms just for this, they actually determine even when people are being, when you're being, they're being paid to show people your stuff, are they delivering the best product for their customers? Your price may go up with time because Google may see that, you know what, this, they bought this keyword, but that page really isn't about this keyword. It's really about another keyword. So 
we're, we need a little bribery for that. So instead of 30 cents a view, we're going to need more like a dollar fifty a view. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's yeah. what they do. They they begin to up the price. Uh, conversely, they may say, "Wow, you know this is this page is superior. It's probably one of the best pages out there." They just can't compete with the other people that are paying you know forty five dollars a click. But we're going to give them a deal because their stuff's even better than the stuff that the people are paying forty five dollars for. So we're going to let them have these clicks for a dollar twenty five. Mm-hmm. And that happens over time. It's a little surprise to people getting in that pool the first time. They go, well, when I first started, you know, I could get these clicks for 35 cents. And now they're $3.85. What, what happened? Well, Google found out your page is not quite what they wanted to be delivering for 35 cents. I'm not even sure how to explain that to clients because they just don't get it. So I tell them up front, <laughs> you know, look, you're, this is what the going rate for this ad word is. Mm-hmm. I've looked at your content, and it needs help. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's, it's the same thing happens over in Facebook. Facebook does exactly the same thing. If your ad is not performing, and as in, okay, so people see it. Did they click on it? And when they clicked on it, then what happened? Did they click away real quick and, and that kind of thing? So if it's not performing your bid price will go up. And if it is performing, your bid price goes down. Mm-hmm. We like down. So that's one of the things that you're going to have to really work, you, Mr. and or Mrs. Listener, you're going to have to work that one out over time. And it's not something that you can just jump in and say, I have a client that recently gave me a budget for advertising on Google specifically. Uh, and we had that discussion. Here's what this price is now. If we develop the right ads and it releases the right content, we might get a little bit better deal. If not, it's going to go up a little bit. Well, it did go up, but then we turned it around and it went back down. So keyword prices and how much you should pay, that's a really involved topic, and there's plenty of articles out there on it. Some of them even have uh, factual data, Mike. So let's wrap this one up by talking about the most important thing to me is how do I know which keywords are actually working? Top of your yeah. head, Mike. First one, what's, what's the first way to know? Well, is your, did your sales go up? Did your orders go up? Did whatever, whatever the action that you wanted them to do, did it go up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, can you... Can you show that those came from your keyword yeah. efforts? That and that's the thing. So it, you might have just gotten lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you might have you might have somebody referring stuff out to you, but uh the easiest thing is, hey, did it go up? But uh analytics, you've got to have uh analytics along with this working and trackable so that you can tell, hey, this is where they came from. Exactly. And Google Analytics does that. Bing has an analytics program. There are standalone analytics programs that tell you some other information. The thing about using Google for Google stuff is that you can trace that Google all the way from wherever they clicked on it all the way through to your sales and then to your thank you page. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with a, a, the Facebook Pixel, right? Yeah, exactly like the Facebook Pixel. So in my opinion today – Every website, every page should have a Google, Bing, 
and Facebook tracking systems, some sort of analytics in there put together. And you can tie that in with one of the other, uh, Mike mentioned some earlier that have, they have tracking programs available that you can use and it gives you a lot of information about uh, your visitors. The thing with using Facebooks, and I think we talked about this last week, Mike, I think you did, is over time you create a whole separate ad working group and you know through your Facebook pixel that those people have already acted on a particular keyword before, so now they become even a little bit more valuable. Is that correct? You can, absolutely. And so they clicked on the ad once, and at least they've been to your site. Now you can follow up with them and do like what's called a remarketing campaign. There's also uh, you know, people who found my site in just a WordPress search or came to a page that had WordPress on them, I'm running a Facebook pixel that builds a custom audience. So even if they didn't click on an ad campaign, I can at any point in time start running an ad campaign because they went to a WordPress-related page on my website. There you go. So that puts even more value in it. And those are people that I'm willing to pay a little bit more to have them click on a link for me. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff. If you got any questions, which uh, I would <laughs> if I were a listener, uh, you can get in touch with uh, me at the Ken Cook on Twitter or uh, at thekencook.com. And you can get in touch with Mike at Mike Mueller on Twitter or at areweconnected.com. Uh, one more little thing I want to touch on here before we go, because this is actually almost breaking news, Mike Mueller. Not quite. I love the sound effects is. today. Hey, I'm <laughs> on it. I'm on my game. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jetpack 4.5. Mike, you're a Jetpack fan, right? I am a Jetpack fan. And that's not a football team, and it's not a hockey team. By the way, rise yep. up. Uh, yeah, Jetpack 4.5. I mentioned earlier something about advertising, and then I talked about Jetpack. Yeah, Jetpack is now letting you make money on your WordPress blog. What do you think about that? That, that is kind of cool. I, well, I, okay, so I'm going to say, if, if your site is, and, and, and Jetpack, by the way, for people who don't know, is a plugin that you can add to your site. Uh, it's also got premium features to it. It's actually the team at WordPress.com is, has built uh, this plugin basically to offer some of the things that you get over at WordPress.com and this plugin is available that brings some of those features to a WordPress.org site. That's where you own your site and you own the hosting and that kind of thing. Um, and I, so I'm torn. For instance, I'm not necessarily, I, I build WordPress websites. I want you to come to my page and I want you to buy a WordPress website. That said, I'm not going to run ads on my site and try and monetize my, my site, areweconnected.com. I, that's not me because I don't want you to click away and, oh, there's a kayak. I always mention kayaks because I searched for a sea kayak once. And <laughs> everywhere I went, every website, all of a sudden there's that ad again. And But you could have, let's say, a news site. You could have mm-hmm. a community site where, yeah, running ads is a wonderful thing for something like that. So given that, Jetpack allows you to. And we've been talking about Google. Google. You know, you could always run ads. You could be part of the Google Display Network is what it's called, and you could run ads 
uh, on your site, and people, you don't have to manage that. People, you just put in a little script, and then the ads just show up on your site. Well, mm-hmm. same thing with now Jetpack has word ads. And so I'm excited to see how this is going to work. Yep, me too. And actually, uh, my big, ha- big hang website, um, it's been around for a while. I just kind of touch it when I need to. It's a survival, search, rescue, that kind of thing. You, I think you took the uh, map navigation quiz or something the other day. And I did surprise you. <laughs> you said you did. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get lost, get lost with Mike. But uh, something else uh, that's on there is the brand-new video press, which I really like. People are always saying, I just don't, I don't want ads in my video. and. I don't want, you know, I don't want other relative videos shown. Well, hello, there's VideoPress. Uh, that's a great place for that. I have been using VideoPress for quite a while. I like it. Um, ah, okay. Easy to use, yeah. And the, the uh, number of short codes they've added so that you can add short codes into your – if you don't know what a short code is, it's a really easy way to put content into your content on uh, – WordPress. And can I say this while we're talking about this? Stop yeah. using that stupid visual editor thing. It absolutely destroys everything <laughs> that you can do with this. Just stop. I don't know how many clients I've been into lately that their mm-hmm. developer has used that visual composer. Oh, yeah. Hate it. Anyway, uh, Spotify, you can inst- just any individual tweet. If you put that in there, boom, it shows the, the tweet. Uh, Google Docs, which is very cool. So now you can share your Most, Google Docs. The, I'm so excited about that. I am too. Because I really am. You could do a spreadsheet in uh, the middle a, of yeah, a quiz, a spreadsheet, a presentation. Uh huh. Yep. Brightcove videos. I don't do much Brightcove, but Getty Images. Uh, you can use Getty Images directly from the Getty Hickamadoogie, right? Straight there in your um, in your post. Um, Archive.org videos and books, Hulu videos. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So there's a lot, but uh, yeah, just check it out. Jetpack 4.5. Uh, I was excited to see Ustream video. I've been a Ustream user. In fact, this show, and I think I've said this before, this show started on Ustream back in August yeah. of 2008. That was where it started. And I didn't even know what I was going to be talking about, so I talked about a little bit of everything. I talked about marketing, uh, real estate, and politics on that uh, Ustream video. Wow, I feel like I talked a lot today, Mike. We did. Covered a lot of bases. <laughs> a lot of stuff to say. What's your takeaway? What's your final wrap-up, sir? Hey, if you're – and I've been thinking about this all show because I knew you were going to ask me. Um, <laughs> If you are thinking about SEO, if you're if you're thinking about, uh, you know what I my want my site to rank, I want good SEO or any if any of that came into your mind building your website or in your website, first thing you need to have is a keyword strategy, and if you yes. don't have that, that th- makes no sense to have SEO. Yep, absolutely agree. Have said that for years. Uh, used to do uh, SEO evaluations on sites. I still do them. They're a little bit different. It's a manual thing that I do. Uh, I go and look at your site, and if I can't tell what you're trying to do, Google isn't going to be able to tell either. So mm-hmm. think about that. You know, uh, if you're blogging, that's one thing. But if you're running a business site, that's a different thing. If you're blogging, you can yak about whatever you want to. 
But if you're running a business site and you repair only Whirlpool dryers, you better not be talking about Mike's Wheelie Wednesday video. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. About Mike's Wheelie Wednesday video. That's always allowed. So we'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening in. I'm sorry that you missed the chat room because if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, it doesn't make any sound. And if you're not in the chat room to get those links that Mike Mueller and I have been posting in there, they're gone forever. See you next week. We'll put in new links. Absolutely. We sure will. I think that's probably about it. I think it's time to say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Thanks for listening to yet another edition of Social Media Edge Radio with your host, Ken Cook, and co-host, Mike Mueller. Stay on top of what's happening by visiting socialmediaedge.com. And thanks to Kevin McLeod for all the great music.